Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. As we get started today, I want to take a minute and thank my sponsor, Baron Fig. Baron Fig makes the most incredible guided journals, you guys, and they're kind enough to support my meditation teacher training each year by offering every participant a Bloom meditation journal to use throughout training. I use and love this very same journal to track my own daily meditation practice, and I really can't recommend it enough. It is beautiful, it's well-organized, it's concise, and it's easy to use. If you are wanting to kickstart or refresh your journaling habits, be sure to visit baronfig.com and check out all their journal options. That's B-A-R-O-N-F-I-G.com for all of your journaling needs. All right. Welcome. Happy Monday. Happy New Year. Happy January. Holy cow. And I'm really, I'm so glad to be back with y'all. You know, it's interesting. I bet most of you have had this experience, at least at some point, where you take time off and you're very grateful for the no schedule and the openness of your days and the not doing. And also there's a piece of you that is desperately craving to get back into rhythm and routine and structure. And this is my day. This is my first day semi back in rhythm, routine and structure. And I could not be more delighted. Um, So I'm happy to get to share today with you all. And I'm happy to bring this new series in. It's one that's been percolating for quite a while, actually. So the series that we're going to explore for the month of January is Meditation and the Moon. And I want to start by telling you how much I'm not a night owl. <laughs> I, am, I have never in my entire life been a night owl. And I was actually thinking about this So most obviously, I mean, I taught 6 a.m. yoga for a decade, right? But before that, I worked out at 6 a.m. You know, when I used to go to the gym, it was gym. And then when I was doing my own yoga practice, it was my own yoga practice. And then I was thinking all the way back, even in childhood, I was uh, for just a minute a figure skater. And I had 6 a.m. ice time before school. God bless my parents. So that that early bird gene is deeply ingrained. And yet, sometime last year, early in the year, it had been already all of 2020 and part of 2021, and it had been whatever day it was and whatever happened, and I was just done. 
And anybody with little kids knows bedtime will suck the life out of you like nothing else. And it had been one of those bedtimes. So the kids go to bed and I turned to my husband and out of the blue, I was like, I got to go for a walk. I have got to get out of this house. I'm going for a walk. I think it was probably eight o'clock at night, which I see in the chat. <laughs> Shanta, 830 is my official bedtime. Yeah, mine is nine, right? Like nine o'clock, I am in bed, promise. So eight o'clock, I say, I'm going to go for a walk. And I vividly remember my partner's face because he was, <laughs> this was unprecedented. I do not go for walks at night. I don't do anything at night. And I was like, I'm going for a walk. And I pull on my sneakers and I step out the door. And I live in a neighborhood that's built on a circle. So it's like a little loop that you can do. I, I think maybe it's two miles-ish. So I go do this loop. And it's the same loop that I walk five, six, maybe seven times a week with my kids. I know it by heart. I know every house. And it was totally different at night. Totally different. Like the whole experience was different. And I don't remember if it was a full moon or not, but I know that the moon was visible and bright. And I remember very vividly that I stopped so many times on this, what is normally a 20-ish minute walk, just to stand there and look at the moon. And really what I felt was a sense of gratitude. And that one night in a moment of pure frustration and irritation, stepping outside at night to go for a walk, became a habit, not a forced practice, not something that I said to myself, oh, I'm going to now do this five nights a week, not that. But it became a habit of two, maybe three times a night, unplanned. I didn't schedule it. I didn't write it in the planner, but I started to step outside at night and take these walks. And every time I would do it, I would think, how odd, this is so unlike me. But I'm experiencing this whole space, this whole moment in time that was previously unknown to me. And as this habit evolved over the last year, I walked under the moon through all its phases, month after month after month. And I bet most of us are at least vaguely familiar with the phases of the moon, right? At least the fact that it's at some time new and it's sometime full, if nothing else. And there's something very different, very, very tangible about visibly or physically tracking the phases of the moon in your lived experience. And we know, right, we know the moon affects the tides. And we know the cycle of the moon affects our body cycles. We know the cycle of the moon mimics the cycle of the seasons, right? We, can, we know all this. But what I started to notice was the cycle of the moon also mimics both macro and micro experiences in a meditation practice. And so I'm pulling it forward tonight, and I'm not talking about the moon. This might be another series down the road taught by somebody that's not me, because we also could talk about the moon in all of its mystical, magical elements, right? We could talk about the moon as a goddess. We could talk about the moon in terms of ancestral relations. There's so many ways we could go with the moon. But y'all know I'm a pretty literal kind of person, and I'm pretty practical in my practice. And I'm talking about the actual phases of the moon and the way it can be metaphor or 
example model of a meditation practice. Start of the year, we want to have a practice that I think circles back on its foundational elements. And so we're going to look at the foundational elements of a practice through the phases of the moon. And we'll start with the new moon. And the reason we're starting there is no other reason other than the new moon just happened. It was last night, right? It's all a cycle. So there's not really a beginning point and an end point. It's a cycle. It's a circle. But we just had the new moon. So we will talk about these phases as we actually experience them over the course of the month. So the new moon is the dark moon. It's when you don't see a moon in the sky, right? The sun is not shining light on the moon. And that is what I want you to pay attention to. The moon is dark, and it's this moment that reminds us that the moon itself doesn't actually light up, right? And we forget that because we talk, I talk about all the time, like, oh, the nectar of the moon, the light of the moon, it's so beautiful, it's so radiant, and it is, and it's a reflection. It's illuminated by a ever-luminous, radiant source of light. It's illuminated by the sun. And I think that we can look at our meditation practice in a very similar way. Because it's not the practice, meaning it's not a specific style, a specific duration, a specific way that you sit, a specific teacher. It's not any of that that's the magic. The magic of a meditation practice is that it illuminates our own inner experience. It is pointing, it is reflecting toward the self-luminous thing, which is us. Our inner wives, our inner experience. So I think it's so easy to say, I'm going to meditate and all these miraculous things are going to happen. And I, I hope they do. I've had many profound experiences in meditation practice. And the practice is the tool, right? It is the rock up in the sky orbiting the earth, but it isn't the only thing, right? There's also the luminous object that's shining on that rock. That's us. So the practice is about our own inner experience, nothing else. There isn't something else you need or have to have or should be in order to experience the magic of meditation. In some texts, meditation is described as a practice that stills the fluctuations of the mind. And you might imagine that like ripples on a lake. And meditation is the practice that smooths out the surface of the lake so that it is completely reflective. That's not saying there's no thoughts. That's not saying there's no feelings or experiences or ideas. It's saying that the lake, the surface of the mind, is so still, so reflective that you can see it all. I 
you know, it's funny. I also um, am very into dream work. And I'm like vaguely toying with lucid dreaming. You know what this is? Lucid dreaming is like you sort of wake up in your own dream and can make conscious thoughts or choices within the dream. And I can't really do it yet. But what I do often experience in my dreams when they're, particularly when it's like a potent dream that is like, feels like something really important is happening in it. I often can say to myself inside my dream, don't forget this, this is important. I can, I can hear my own voice clear as day say, don't forget this, this is important. And I realize that that comes from my meditation practice because I do the same thing in meditation. When we sit and we practice, we don't stop thinking. We sit down and that light is reflecting on our own mind, on our own thought process. And there's just this piece that's witnessing it all. And sometimes I say, don't forget this thought. This is important. Remember that you notice this pattern or that this feeling came up for the first time or again. What all of this is doing is calling us to presence. And this is step one of a meditation practice that we will revisit forevermore as meditation practitioners. Be here now. Be here now so you don't forget. Remember, it's important. We're with our own innermost minds, our innermost selves. So if you're a beginner practitioner, on the grossest level, presence has to do with the physical body. And when we're struggling the most, this is where we can go to really help us ground, is come to your physical body. First and foremost, how are you seated? That's not to say you have to sit cross-legged on the ground with your fingers in the little special mudra, not at all. What that does mean is you're gonna sit in a way that is comfortable, and that invites you to be as still as possible. Not because moving is so bad, but because when we're still, we're able to notice all the times that we want to move. We notice when we move out of boredom, out of discomfort, out of anxiety, when we itch our nose and we fix our hair and we adjust our shirts. When we practice, that first step is come to your seat and as best you can possibly do, just be still. Even when you feel the itch, what happens if you ignore it for just one second even? Don't itch it. And then as we start to master that level of stillness, we start to move through our senses, right? We notice what we see, we notice what we smell, what we hear, what we taste, what we feel. We're honing our physical body right here in this moment. This is foundational practice. And if you do nothing else, you are beginning to still those fluctuations of the mind. Now, if you've already been practicing and you're looking to go a little deeper, now what we're starting to do is we're starting to hone that presence specifically on the thing you're choosing to focus on in your practice. 
So in this class, 99.9% of the time, the focus I offer is the breath, right? You know, I'm going to guide you through the body. I'm going to guide you to start feeling the breath. And then we move into that period of silence. And ideally, we're honing in on that feeling of the breath. Not by describing it or narrating it, but by feeling it more. And so ultimately what I want is for you to feel as if you climbed inside your own breath. Like you were sitting right in the very center of your own inhales and exhales so that you feel it three-dimensionally around you and through you. Or if your focus was, let's say, the heart. Your presence your senses, all of your experiences focused on heart, heart, heart. Can I move deeper in, deeper in, deeper in? Or whatever your focus chooses to be. Could be sound, could be looking at something like a candle flame. There's a million ways to do the practice. But the presence moves from the grossest form, which is simply our physical body, to the deepest or less tangible forms, which is the object of our attention. And so we're going to practice with this new moon phase of the practice, which is to say, we're going to practice presence. On the simplest, and I'll cue even through some of the deeper elements, and you'll see where you end up, yeah? So, take a minute. We've already been seated for quite a while. So, you might uncross your legs and cross them the other way. You might just wiggle around and make sure that you are finding yourself a seat that is steady and comfortable. And as you land into the seat that you have chosen for today, you'll let your hands rest. You might decide to let your eyes close. And if you prefer, you could always take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group, let's take our first breath of 2022 together, inhaling in. And we'll exhale out that sigh. And let's just do that once more, inhaling deeply. Exhaling out a sigh. And then you let your breath just flow. And these first few breaths in and out. You invite yourself to land right here in your very own practice. We begin by silently saying to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you say those words, 
Just notice if there's a way that you can sit down a little bit more. Can you let go of your hips, your thighs, your belly? Allowing all of you to just sit. Remembering that it's, it's not the practice. It's not a special set of words or an amount of time. It's simply the illumination of yourself. And so we sit and we breathe. And you trace up the length of your spine, letting yourself be tall and awake. Maybe letting the crown of the head reach up and back just a touch. And softly, we let go across our foreheads. We let go of the skin around the eyes, softening. We let go along the jaw, the inside of the cheeks, and the tongue. And as we breathe, you might feel your chest rise and fall. And you might feel your belly expand and contract. And we know that the first step in our practice is always to land right here, right now. And so you let go of any urge to move. And you let your ears open up to take in all of the sounds that make up this moment. You don't need to identify or describe the sounds. You just hear what this moment sounds like. 
And even if your eyes are closed, notice what you see behind closed eyelids. There's sometimes colors or shapes. We take time to see exactly what this moment looks like. We're breathing in and out. And as you do so, maybe you notice the scent of the moment. The scent of the room, your skin, could even be the scent of nothing at all. And if you're just starting a practice or struggling in your practice, you could just stay right here. Focus on honing your senses to this very moment. And if you're moving a little deeper, you'll start to feel your breath moving in and out, maybe just inside your nostrils. You feel air flowing in. And you feel air flowing out. Let yourself get incredibly curious about the feeling of the breath. Can you move deeper inside your breath? And as we settle into about 10 minutes of silence, You might see with every moment that passes if you can move in deeper. 
can you feel the breath all the way around and through you? Could you follow your breath to a spot you haven't been to before? Let's see what happens as we sit and we breathe together here.
And as you feel your breath here, you might just say to yourself, remember this. Remember what you're thinking or feeling or experiencing right in this moment. And you feel this next breath as it flows in and out, maybe a little bit more purposefully or deeper. And you wiggle your fingers and your toes, you connect into the edges of your body. You might stretch or move if you need to. And you take all the time you need to take a nice deep breath in. Clear it away with a sigh. Blinking your eyes open and releasing your practice. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find the show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.